Hello, welcome to Only the Parts You Need, a GURPS podcast. I'm Enraged Eggplant, and in this episode I would like to talk about elemental damage, elemental resistances, and differences between damage types and damage sources. Have you ever thought about why the limited defense box for damage resistance in GURPS basic set lists burning damage and heat slash fire as separate categories of equivalent limitation value? Are they the same? I've seen many people use them interchangeably, but I am a firm believer that that's wrong. This applies not only to damage resistance, but also to vulnerability. Usually, I jam fantasy games with a D&D feel to them, so I am used to using D&D energy damage types – acid, cold, electricity, fire, sonic, and some more exotic ones. Some of these sources have obvious damage types in GURPS, at least at the first glance. Fire is burning, acid is corrosion, electricity is burning surge, cold is non-incendiary burning, sonic is non-incendiary burning. Isn't that a lot of burning? Wouldn't getting damage resistance against burning damage cover all these damage sources? Yes, it would, if the justification makes sense, but let's inspect the damage sources and types in more detail. Let's start with heat and fire. Obviously, fire and heat usually deal burning damage, but there are other options as well. Intense heat might deal fatigue damage with a heat modifier. Fatigue damage with a dehydration modifier may make sense as well. I've also seen the fireball spell started up as a crushing attack with the incendiary modifier, and it would make sense to consider it a fire attack as well. Damage resistance against burning would only protect against uh, one of these attacks, but will let everything else through. If your character is supposed to be fire and heat resistant, you might want to take damage resistance against heat and fire, not burning. Acid does corrosion damage, but are there any other options? At the first glance, no. But let's consider the following attacks. A forcefully launched ball of acid or a powerful acid jet. You might say that it deals corrosion damage and call it a day. But what if you want this attack to also knock enemies back because the stream physically pushes them away. To accomplish that, you'll have to make linked crushing and corrosion attacks. So damage resistance against corrosion would only prevent the corrosion damage from this, but damage resistance against acid would prevent both parts of the attack. I should note that any such damage resistance will erode away due to corrosion damage. To avoid this effect, Take sealed, acid resistance only, minus 60%, that can be found in the GURPS sorcery, protection and warning spells. An acid-based industrial water knife from GURPS Ultratech will probably still deal cutting damage, but that's something super exotic. Electricity or lightning usually deals burning damage with a surge modifier. Sometimes it has the arcing surge modifier and or a stunning side effect. 
What if I want my lightning to throw people around, like in Star Wars? Then maybe it should be a crushing attack with a surge modifier, or a linked crushing and burning surge attacks. There's also a phenomenon called electric discharge machining, or spark erosion. Attacks based on this principle probably should deal corrosion surge damage. So, damage resistance against burning is not enough to cover all electrical attacks, and damage resistance against electricity covers more than just burning surge attacks. Also, do not forget that some electrical shocks actually are afflictions. Those will simply ignore DR against burning, but DR against electricity will provide a resistance bonus. Cold attacks can be very varied. Cold can deal non-incendiary burning damage or fatigue damage with a freezing modifier. Quite often there are some additional side effects, such as numbness, dexterity penalties or paralysis. A cold attack that freezes cellular liquids might even justify toxic damage, if other options do not satisfy you. Some cinematic cold attacks are actually afflictions that make you go numb, paralyze or impede you in other ways. Thus, damage resistance against burning or fatigue only covers one aspect of cold, but damage resistance against cold covers them all. Sometimes ice attacks are lumped together with cold, so damage resistance against cold slash ice may protect you against impaling or piercing icicles, crushing cold winds or sharp cutting ice shards. Consult with your GM about the differences between cold and ice attacks, what kind of DR is required against them, and if you are the GM, then think about that too. Sonic attacks can be very varied as well. GURPS suggests using non-incendiary burning damage to represent sonic attacks that cook flesh, and corrosion damage to represent vibrations that disrupt molecular bonds. I can see crushing, cutting and even piercing sonic attacks being valid as well. Some sonic attacks may be afflictions. Thus, damage resistance against sound covers a wide range of damage types. There are some other things that you might want to consider when making energy or elemental resistances. Large area injury, such as from area attacks, takes into account the average of your torso DR and the DR of your least protected hit location. If you take normal damage resistance, it does not affect your eyes, so if you do not want your fire resistant character to be more vulnerable to big explosions, you should protect your eyes as well. There's two rules as written methods for that. Taking nictitating membrane with the same limitation or giving you damage resistance the force field enhancement. However, in the latter case, your damage resistance will also protect your worn gear, which might not be what you are looking for, and nictitating membrane might be cost inefficient. Since force field is a plus 20 enhancement, I think it would be fair to make a new enhancement for damage resistance, includes ice plus 10%. An internal defense protects against attacks that bypass armor via cosmic or malediction to damage a victim from within. It has no effect on attacks with blood agent, contact agent or respiratory attack. 
all of which target a victim from the outside and rely on holes in his external defenses. An internal defense costs one-fifth of the external version's price. Thus, if you want your acid-resistant character to be able to drink acid, you should also buy internal damage resistance and possibly internal sealed with acid resistant only as well. Sometimes this may be cost inefficient, but this is rules as written. Personally, I allow includes internal plus 20% enhancement for damage resistance. Some elemental attacks are afflictions with malediction or other modifiers that bypass DR but cause no damage. Resistance or immunity to such noxious effects require you to take resistant or immunity respectively. GURPS sorcery, protection and warning spells, prices and immunity to a single element noxious effects as 10 points. And uh, that covers elemental damage, at least its common types, and elemental defenses. Thank you for listening and see you next time.